you're tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, the newest and coolest podcast ever. Good morning, Aurora. How are you guys doing today? It is Monday, June 8th, 2020, and it is 8.30 a.m. That's the time, that's the time, that's the time. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Up your wake, up your wake, up your wake. If you know what movie reference that's from, I'll give you a dollar. Anyway, it is Monday morning. Uh, it's a bright Sunday, or excuse me, a bright sunny Monday morning outside uh the temperature right now is a beautiful 73 degrees um it's nice with a slight ever 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 so slight breeze out there today um the high will be 90 degrees today so it's gonna be hot as shit and that's supposed to be like around three o'clock today looks like it'll reach the peak is that what the hell it says yeah i think like three anyway um yeah so it's looking like it's gonna be a decent week after Wednesday because Tuesday and Wednesday are supposed to be really rainy. Tuesday will be 87 degrees with thunderstorms. Wednesday will be 73 degrees with thunderstorms. So that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, you are tuning in to and back with Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's number one and first daily news show, podcast, uh, and morning show as well. As you guys know who've been following us, our day ones, you know that this podcast serves two purposes. The first is social justice. So we speak up on and about those issues in our society which plague us and make us mad. Uh, all of the unfair things, they get a voice here on Good Morning Aurora. We try to chop that up and make sense out of all of it. And the second is serving the underserved. So as you guys know, we are the voice of uh, the voiceless. So for our veterans, our seniors, our undocumented community, and our LBGT community members, uh, we stand in solidarity with them, and we try to give them a voice as well and provide information that helps everybody. All right. So I hope you guys had a great weekend. Hopefully you did. You know, I hope it was good. Hope you enjoyed yourselves and you know made a new recipe or got some exercise or whatever the hell it is you guys do we will be speaking with our co-host and comrade big sal that's going to be maybe around nine o'clock something like that nine o'clock ish and everything um so we are going to be chopping up and talking about the aurora peace rally which was yesterday uh the aurora peace peace rally was really cool it was at simmons park which is located on indian trail and that's right across the street from the uh, aurora police department it's adjacent to Simmons Middle School. Uh, I had to hit the tread well. Um, yeah, it's a huge park. Actually, it was my first time being in that park yesterday, but um, it was cool. So we'll be talking about that here momentarily, just chopping it up and letting um, you guys know what we saw and what we experienced and what we heard as well. Good morning, Aurora had boots on the ground yesterday, doing our thing out there. Shout out to the staff. You know, we were... We were out there. The staff was out there. Uh, we got pictures and videos and so much more. We got a couple of on-site interviews, too, with people. So 
we're going to be uploading that stuff. We'll be putting that stuff on our Facebook and Instagram so you guys can check it out. It was really good. It was really dope. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was, it was good. I was feeling it. Um, so yeah, we'll chop that up here momentarily. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, now, as you guys know and are aware, uh, we like to present you guys with uh, all of the stuff that's going on um, in our downtown Aurora area. Um, so I want you guys to check out McCarty Mills. I got to go holler at him. Uh, McCarty Mills. I saw that, I think that they changed their menu. It's not their menu, it's their hours I think they changed. Um, they were 4 to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday, and I don't think they changed. I think Tuesdays is not, or uh, Tuesdays is no longer an option for them or something like that. I gotta check that out. But anyway, um, holler at the boys at uh, McCarty Mill. We're gonna give them a, a shout out and holler at them too. Um, but this week here is Virtual Museum Week with the um, Aurora Public Library, okay? So I don't care what you do. You can do whatever you want to do, but what you have to do is you have to support the Aurora Public Library. It just must. I mean, the Aurora Public Library, they are a squad of ours. We like them a lot. They've helped us out a lot. They've always been good friends of ours. All of the staff is cool. I mean, I need to get back in the makerspace. Shout out to everybody at the Aurora Public Library. Um, so, like I said, they're friends of ours. So, you know, check out what they do. So, now, Virtual Museum Week, uh, basically, you will be able to take a virtual tour of the museums in Aurora. That's what it's about. Uh, and that's going to be all this week. So, literally, every single day this week will be Virtual Museum, uh, well, a day of Virtual Museum Week. Now, also, this is also very important, too. been telling you guys about this for a while. Well, actually, I let me start over. So, Wednesdays and Fridays are carryout days as well. So that's in addition to, um, whatchamacallit, what I was just, what was I just talking about? The virtual Museum Week, yeah. So that's in addition to that. So carryout days is Wednesday and Friday, okay? But also, there is um, live online at the venue, okay? Now, we've been telling you guys about that for a couple of weeks. Um, the venue is a music venue. It's a great place. It's on Broadway right downtown uh, in Aurora, right across the street from the Neighbor Project headquarters, okay? Um, and that place, I gotta tell you, it was really cool. I can't wait to, if life goes back to some sort of normalcy, I can't wait to get back and actually see like, you know, like a show there again. That would be really cool. So. Uh, but coming up at the venue is Blues and Roots. Okay, now that's going to be coming up this week. So that's what's taking part this week. Uh, Blues and Roots is a two-day online streaming music experience. So on the 12th, we have Dawson Hollow and Good Morning Bedlam. And on the 13th, we have the legendary John Primer with an opener by Bill Grady. And you can visit themusicvenue.org for donation details and live stream links that's what you can do you can do all of that and you can hurry up and do it as well the time is now 8 37 a m so uh now before we get into what we saw and what we witnessed and what we experienced at the 
uh, Aurora Peace Rally. Uh, you know, we'll do all of our other normal stuff. But if you look in Aurora, especially look back in downtown Aurora, uh, all of the artwork that you see that's uh, all over the place, all of that is going to be collected. You know, as the shops begin to open back up and take down that plywood and those boards, which, which have been, um, you know, painted on, uh, all of that is going to be collected and put somewhere for display, like a gallery. Now, I don't know if it'll be at a uh, at one of our existing locations or museums or something like that, or if they'll create a new place and a new space for it, but all of that is going to be collected. So it is very cool. I would, I would encourage you, please, um, I encourage anybody to go around, take a look, and take as many pics as you can, you know, check, check all this artwork out because uh, I think a lot of people will miss it when it is gone. And when it's gone, and if it's not able to be seen again, it will be great to have a, um, a record or perhaps a bunch of records, a bunch of personal records of what all of that stuff looked like and all of that artwork. So, you know, I think that's something definitely worth, worth doing. And uh, you'll like it as you just walk around and, you know, check out stuff. So defund the police. Defunding the police is something that's, uh, I mean, literally, today's Monday. I think, like, the first defund the police sign I saw was, like, Saturday. And now I wake up today, and it's like a real thing. I mean, you know, people are trying to defund, I mean, it's popping. Like, defund the police is like a thing, so... People are trying to defund the police and get it done with. Um, now, I have to tell you that I haven't found nobody to chop it up with yet about defund the police. Maybe my, you know, Nick the engineer, uh, the homie, we might we might chop that up, uh, you know, because that's I think that might take a while. I think that might be like a big one. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna have to chop up defund the police. We're not gonna do that today. Today, we had, you know, we got to start a little bit behind schedule because it's just so thick. I mean, we got a whole lot of peace rally stuff, but um, we're not going to chop it up today. It's a little bit too deep for that today. Um, but yeah, we're going to chop up defund the police and what that means. On the surface of it, I like that idea, right? Like, on the, you know, I mean... It does sound like it could be music to my ears, but I we'll chop that up. We'll get there. We'll get to that point. We'll get to that. You know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Now, um, as you guys know, we like to provide you with uh, the COVID nineteen totals. We are going to go over our daily COVID nineteen totals. All right, uh, as you guys know. Our information, or excuse me, when we do the uh, COVID-19 totals, we take the information directly from cdc.gov, which is the website for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. As of this moment, there are 1,920,904 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States. There are 109,901 total deaths from COVID-19. Now that is uh, 29,214 new cases 
compared to yesterday's data and 709 new deaths also compared to yesterday's data. The website breaks down um, all of the, or excuse me, it breaks down COVID-19 deaths and uh, it does it in many ways. Cases and deaths by state, by county, new cases by day, cases by age, cases by race and ethnicity, and they even have cases and deaths among healthcare personnel. So I encourage you um, to please check out the, um, you know, this website, because I mean, it's, it is literally the, it is literally the information that you need. I mean, it's, it's, you know, straight from the horse's mouth. There is no site more reputable to learn about COVID-19 than the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So this weekend that passed, uh, the time is not 842. The weekend that passes was a big weekend as well. Why was it a big weekend as well? Well, it's because on Saturday, 76 years ago, Operation Overlord began. Does anyone know what Operation Overlord has since become synonymous with and known as? I'll give you a hint. The fourth letter of the alphabet. That's right. If you guess D-Day, you are correct. On the 6th, the Normandy invasion began, and that was D-Day. And it led to the subsequent end of Germany and her allies uh, on the European continent in World War II. Uh, the Normandy invasion was the uh, largest seaborne amphibious assault in history. And uh, the Canadian, British, and American forces landed on five beaches in the Normandy region of France. And from there, reoccupied, or excuse me, took over, uh, you know, eliminated the Germans in France and went on to conquer Germany. And thus was the end of the Nazi regime in World War II. Now, it wasn't that easy. I mean, there were, there were some of the most famous battles uh, that have ever taken place in the annals of warfare uh, occurred after the D-Day landing. I would note the Battle of Caen, which is when uh, the British had to take the city of Caen, a very strategic city which of which roads intersected inside of it, which could push on further into Germany. Uh, the Germans fought fanatically over that. Uh, the Normandy invasion also led to the end of Michael Whitman, Germany's highest take ace. Uh, I could go on forever with military history, but I think I'll stop now. It was great. There, the interested reader should read uh, D-Day by Stephen E. Ambrose. It is a very, 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 very good book. Uh, and it details up to and including the Normandy invasion. So there's a lot of history there. Uh, it also talks about the precursor to the CIA, which was known as the OSS, the Operation of Strategic Solutions, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> All right. So on this day, here's something cool for you to tell you about. Um, on this day in 1949, George Orwell published 1984. On this day in 1867, Franz Joseph was crowned King of Hungary. Hmm, isn't that cool? I didn't even know that. Uh, and also on this day, this is a famous day. Hell of a Monday today. 
Kanye West was born today. But also on this day, Frank Lloyd Wright was born. Everyone knows Frank Lloyd Wright. He is perhaps the premier architect in American history. Uh, wonderful. Frank Lloyd Wright works scatter our wonderful country and can be seen in many places. Also on this day, the David statue of Michelangelo, or rather Michelangelo's David, was installed in Florence in the year 1504. Holy cow. It was commissioned in 1501 and considered the prime statement of the Renaissance ideal of perfect humanity. It is a sight to behold. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it's the statue of the naked dude that's most famous everywhere. All right, the time is now 8.46 a.m. Uh, the country's going through a crazy time. A crazy time, and there's a lot going on. Um, some of the things that are going on are deplorable, but yet in between all of the uh, negativity and the ugliness with which we uh, that we see every day, there are spurts and uh, signs of beauty. Uh, one of the signs of beauty, I have to say, was in Naperville, when right there in downtown Naperville. Uh, the boarded up businesses and some of the businesses that had been shuttered had been uh, layered over with heartfelt, wonderful messages from the community uh, in support of, well, not even just Black Lives Matter, just peaceful, nice stuff, you know, Asians for black lives, black lives for Asians. Uh, you know, nice, heartfelt things. Uh, a couple of girls on my brother knows posted a, a heart. You know, they cut out a cardboard heart and posted it on one of the businesses, wrote his name, tagged him in it on Instagram. Cool. You know, you see nice things like that, nice, beautiful things that bring us together as a country and society. And you think to yourself, who would hate on that? Well, you'd be wrong. A group of Karens in Naperville, numbers of them, were so uh, disgusted by the cardboard hearts and warm wishes of Neighborville youth to other youth in their struggle for solidarity against police brutality. These women were so incensed that they ripped off cardboard hearts written by nice kids and little girls with positive messages. They threw them to the ground and stomped on them. They, they shredded them. They, they broke their nails in their anger, in their furious display of angst and hatred at cardboard cutout hearts. But not to be outdone, the kids went back and started putting up different ones. Uh, this is an interesting time, and I have to tell you, I like seeing the, uh, I like seeing the angst and the pushback within families. Um, I mean, imagine what kind of parent is mad at their kid for fighting against racism. What does that say about the family? But anyway, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a family counselor. I'm just a brother doing a podcast. 
But anyway, um, yeah, so they're going to be doing that. Naperville's, Naperville is looking a lot better in terms of uh, its community coming out and speaking on social justice. I saw another very peaceful protest that took place in the intersection of um, Washington and where is that street? Chica where Jimmy's is. Chicago Avenue. Washington and Chicago Avenue right there. Uh, protesters just occupied the whole block in the middle of there, sat down. Good time. I like that. I'm really feeling that. You know, uh, that is the kind of thing that I, that or rather we, uh, fully support here on Good Morning Aurora. The time is now 8.50 a.m. And we're going to take a small break and we will be back at 8.55 a.m. to chop it up with you about something else that's on our mind. And then we will speak to our homie and co-host, Big Sal. Stay tuned to Good Morning Aurora. Saw something that uh, saw something that made my heart smile. It was really cool. There was uh, in Britain, the Brits have a history of wild and crazy um, 
protests, the Brits have torn down um, the statue of a man, Edward Colston. Uh, Edward Colston is or was a uh, slave trader in Britain, um, and his statue has been destroyed. Well, rather, it was damaged and then pulled down and dumped into the river. Um, and it was a good one, a very good one, you know. And uh, this is the kind of thing, so there's two things about this that make me feel good. The first is that people in other countries are showing solidarity. And the second thing is that, you know, the people who are mad that the memorial was taken down, I think, like, there's a value to identifying who these people are, you know? So, I mean, so here's the thing. Edward Colston was a 17th century slave trader, okay? And um, the memorial was erected to him in 1895, and... The memorial said, the plaque on it said, erected by citizens of Bristol as a memorial of one of the most virtuous and wise sons of their city. The Brits really love people who kill colored people. They loved it so much, the statue remained until yesterday. Um, his legacy and memory have been honored in Bristol for centuries, and his name is seen on many streets and buildings throughout the city. His statue stood on Colston Avenue, as does Colston Tower. Colston Hall is located on Colston Street. Colston's Day is celebrated on no November 14th, when Colston buns are eaten. A number of schools also, uh, excuse me, also bear his name. Born on November 2nd, 1636, Colston grew up in Bristol, but moved to London during the English Civil War and never lived in Bristol as an adult. He became a member of the Royal African Company in 1680 and eventually rose to its most senior position, excuse me, ex senior executive position, deputy governor from 1689 to 1690. The Royal African Company held the monopoly in England on trading on the west coast of Africa in gold, silver, ivory, and slaves from 1662. It's estimated that during Colston's involvement with the Royal African Company, it transported around 84,000 men, women, and children who were branded with the company's initials on their chest. Around 19,300 of them died on their journey to the Caribbean and the rest of the Americas due to unhygienic conditions on the ships. Designed to maximize profit and hold as many enslaved people as possible, the boats were hotbeds for dysentery, dehydration, and scurvy. Those who survived the treacherous journey were sold to planters for cheap labor on tobacco, and sugar plantations. Uh, Colston donated much of the wealth he made off human suffering to charities in Bristol and across the country, bequeathing around 71,000 pounds to charity at his death. He also gave extensively to Bristol churches, donated to Queen Elizabeth's Hospital School, and founded a religious school for 100 boys. I think he's still a bag of shit. And his statue now sits at the bottom of the river. Great. The British Home Office has been incensed in 
is fighting hard to protect the legacy of Edward Colston. All right. I think that we're going to talk to our brother from another mother, the man, the myth, the legend. We'll see if our boy Sal is on the line. Sal, you there? Good morning, sir. Good morning, baby. What's happening? Oh, just out here with a little sunlight. Thankful for where I find myself on this planet today. Word up. Word up. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. It's it was good, uh, man. Self-reflective weekend, as they tend to be. And, you know, wanting to go visit my parents. And then uh, there were some, some threats and things a little closer to Chicago that prevented. So it was processing some anger on that and trying to turn that into something positive. So you couldn't go? You couldn't travel to see her because of protests and stuff? Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, they had they had said some things about um, potentially uh, some things like uh, protests in, Bur- in Berlin, and they were warned to kind of stay inside, and they might lock them down to three. And then, you know, this would be also effective, too, because if, regardless if there's, you know, if there was really a cause, it still spooked, like, the older generation pretty much to just be like, you know, don't even drive by. Like, what if you get stuck here and you can't get back? Right. Back out. Like, you know, that's a very real possibility. And, you know, but that's okay because no matter what, the only way I think, like, that you can be successful or that you can have some sort of consistency um, in there um, that you would be able to uh, is, is, is even through this, is still finding a way to be, um, you know, to be positive through it. And, like, okay, this is for the greatest good. It's terrible, but somehow it's got to be for that greatest good. Right. Right. Well, sorry to hear that. Nothing like going to see your uh your family and everything, but you know, at least you were to, you were able to uh get something positive or have some positivity during the weekend, so it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot going on this weekend though, that's all. Yeah, man. It was a lot going on. The Aurora Peace Rally happened. That was cool. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Um, it was a very well done rally. I have to say that. I was um, I was a little bit like, at first, well, I didn't know, you know, before yesterday. Like, I was a little bit skeptical of it going forward. But the more people I saw and the caliber of individuals who were involved, I got a lot more. You know, a lot less. It was good. I really liked it. There were some great points made yesterday. Congressman Bill Foster was there, um, yeah. uh, who I really like. State's Attorney Joe McMahon was there. This is my second time seeing him speak. Uh, he's cool. You know what I'm saying? And he had um, he had a couple other individuals. The mayor was there. Uh, our state rep was there. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Well, it's, it, you know, it's kind of like even how we started this, you know, where it's like it's from a Zoom or whatever, and then, like, you know, something happens. Like, maybe with, you know, that's what you could see the people at least doing. You know, people who have more of a say than your common person, like, they're at least showing up, you know, giving these opportunities. We go from being locked in to now thousands in the street. Like, you know, it's a lot to process for people. So, when you can see... Um, 
you know, a rally like that, that's just like, look, like, whatever. This is a peace rally, so how are we going to find peace here? Yeah, there was only one part, like, that kind of did irk me, but this is, it's so small and minor. It's like, but it just, like, you know, kind of pisses me off. Like, so as um, people are speaking, you get people who, like, yell during their speech, like, you know, people are talking, and, you know, somebody, fuck APD. And it's like, that. I mean, okay, word up, but, like, can you wait until, like, the older woman is done speaking first? You know, like... That's just, it's just the small shit like that. That was the only thing, because I was, because, you know, we were recording. And, like, I'm trying to catch the speech by the the state's attorney. So I don't need you yelling, defund the police, as I'm, like, yeah. trying to get this video. Like, you, you, you're messing up my whole joint. Yeah, no. And, but. you know, and, and I think a lot of that comes from, that's the mis, you know, when we come back to, like, misplaced, you know, place hate you know and I think it, it, that's like one of the impacts like Tupac had like in his poetry and his words like that you know that, that stuck with a lot of people and that song when you know when changes was right. you know a popular song like you know mis, misplaced hate like that's the truth like that the APD is like from so long of just this terrible feeling right and I just you know no one wants to feel helpless like and that's where the empathy comes from you know, that, that's just no matter what it is, like, you know, I see that there's, like, you know, and it's so kind of weird for me because, you know, you, you see, you know, different, different, different narratives, different opinions online, and, you know, really at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't know, like, is it just a sharing of love to people who are hurt by this, like, or, you know, like, continued action, it's just, like, why can't we just heal it, and I don't know, and I, and I think it might just take, like, take, like, a long time, and, well, I think it's, you know, I think it's unhealable, but I think yeah. I think the I think the best we can hope for is the to meet as many good people as possible. I think it's unhealable though. But I wanted to ask you, um, That's a fair point. I, you know, because here's I I you know I just don't believe that. Like, I think the ugliness is gonna be there, so we just gotta be as you know we gotta combat it with love, but. Um, what can 24 rungs tell us, prepare us for, help us with, or, you know, what, what insight can that give us? Yeah, so one of the, the reason that I, I wrote that book, uh, 24 Rungs and Answer More to Recovery, is because there was a time in my life where I had to make some significant changes, like I did not have a choice. I was, you know, you want to say it's, you know, you have, you, you go through various, you know, I'd say bottoms in life, you know, and you learn how to pick yourself up better, but there was kind of um, a point where the file in my brain of accomplishment was so low. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel I could accomplish something or finish something of any value. It had been a while from that. So what I had to find in this moment of despair of, okay, I have to make a significant change. I'm, I need to go do something for myself. And then kind of having the easy way ripped for me, there, was, there wasn't a lot of options. Like once you would say you would need help in, in a very variety of ways, like if it was addiction, if it was, uh, you know, overeating, anything that there is, 
there's a lot. Once you kind of make the decision to make the changes, there's like programs you can be involved in and those things. But it's kind of in that initial step. There, it wasn't. It's hard to get over that that literal first first step before you even like enter the realm. So 24 runs was written through my process of, of having to <laughs> solidify a change with like a major change, and then finish those 24 poems, runs on that ladder to really get me, you know, back to the horizon. With like Dante's Inferno, like coming from hell up to the center, you know, up to, to where we live right now. That's the, the, the ladder that can help us get up there, or that helped me get up there, because there were days I wrote 10 in a row, there's days I wrote one, there's days I've read all of them in 24 minutes, some like I've, I've started, but then once I completed, it's like, okay, I, it's like another day at the gym. Like, it's another day at the gym. I'm getting stronger. Like, okay, I'm finishing this. Like, I'm following this. And then ASMR is the way it's written and the way um, the flow and the way that it's written is meant to be in, like, kind of like a trance state. So it's like if you are someone who, you know, just trying not to smoke or trying not to drink or trying not to do some drugs, you could turn to this, which is, you know, a more holistic approach to kind of a release. Instead of needing a chemical to do it, like from outside of you, you can invoke that with, you know, calming thoughts, positive affirmations, you know, flow. And so it's just a way to be like, okay, like, okay, it's just some dude's writing, but you will run through 24, you can write some notes along the way, you've completed this. So what's next? Hmm, right. I'm feeling it. Feeling that. Yeah. Totally feeling that. What's and next? There's no point. There's no, yeah, there's no point. There's no agenda. There's no, um, you know, thing I'm trying to prove with the book, except that I really like rhyming, and that that was my release, was to write and get that out there. So as you're contemplating, you know, there might be someone who's like, man, I need to go. I need to go to rehab. I need to go. Like, everything's crashing around me. Right. Well, when you go to do something like that, like, there's no one usually there with you. Because most of the people close to you at that time are doing the same thing you are. So when you have nowhere to go, it's like I would really love my book, This 24 Runs, to be at those type of places or be almost able to give an out to be like, okay, here, here's a friend. You can't talk. Your phone gets taken. Like, you know, you have these things like, you know, and, and here, here's something. Read this. Get lost for a sec. Finish something. And then you can find a way. You know, and then you find the inner strength that connects you to the self, that internal monologue, and then you tune it to the frequency you want to. And then you heal, and then you go out and heal people because you operate at a higher vibration. Even though your mistakes and failures and all that, the second you turn that vibration up, just like when you turn the gas up on the stove, that water boils. Right. I'm feeling it. Totally feeling it, bruh. Totally feeling it. Um... So I hear the heavenly birds chirping behind you. That's right. You know, <laughs> providing the absolute like greatest motivation right now. Good stuff. That's right. Feeling it. Right here. Ain't changed. Um. It's Monday, right? Yeah, I was going. You knew where I was going with it. Yeah, yeah. It is Monday. Yeah. So um, I'll let you. I'll let you go first, and I'll follow it up. But um, yeah. What are we going to be um? What do we want to make, what do we want our Friday selves to be proud of? Right, you know, today's Monday, and now we're going on eight weeks of 
stay in on Monday? What what's a small change? What's what's something small we can do that our Friday selves are going to be um, thankful for? And last week for me it was listening more, which has been incredibly helpful. And one of the things I'm doing today is more of a fine motor. I'm going to do things with my opposite hand. With your opposite like hand. I'm gonna brush my and I'm gonna brush my teeth with my left hand. I'm gonna do some writing with my left hand. I'm a righty. I'm gonna do stuff with my left hand, and I'm gonna see if I can put some more balance in my brain structure from right to left. Nice. I'm feeling that. Um, I think for me and myself. Um. Hmm. You know, actually, what up? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I think what I'll do that to make my Friday self proud is I think I'm going to pick a new recipe and cook that. That's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to try a new, I think I'm going to try a new recipe. Um, something different, something good. Get my, uh, you know what I'm saying, keep my cooking skills up. You know. I think that's what I'll. I think that's what I'll do. I'm actually feeling like my cooking skills are good, but I'd like to try something new because, you know, why not? I do not eat out a lot, almost not at all. So, I think I'll just keep diversifying my bonds when it comes to uh, my food. Everything else, you know, some since we started doing these Monday, um, Monday things, and then following up with our. Fridays, like, I've been sticking to it, and I've actually been holding myself to account and have been becoming, like, a stronger person. So I don't have anything that, you know, I've, so I've been doing my laundry and not letting dishes pile up, and I've been being nicer to people and all that stuff. So, yeah, I think I'll do something nice and peaceful, like cook more for my Friday self this week. Get it. Yep. Love it. Um, well, I know that you got to – you got – you know the businesses. You you got what you got to do over there. Um, so right. I, I think right. that I think that we'll uh, we'll wrap it up for today. But uh, yeah. thanks for tuning in to Good Morning Aurora, guys. And tomorrow we sit down with Aurora Loves Pastries, our friend who is a top-notch baker out of Treadwell Coffee. You can hear the birds chirping in the background. And from us at Good Morning Aurora, <laughs> uh, Peace Rally. Pictures and videos from the Peace Rally we posted to our Facebook and Instagram page, so be sure to share them, check them out, and give them a like. And from Good Morning Aurora to all of you, I hope that you have a great and blessed Monday. Right. Peace. Forever. Yeah. Peace out. That's right. Peace out, you guys.